0: Hello listeners, welcome back. So, today we begin with the first story in our series, Let's Travel with Tom and Jerry. Excited to know where we are going first? Okay, so first we would be going to a hill station, which is in the foothills of the Himalayan range. This is a place where one of my favorite author, Ruskin Ball, bon, has written most of his stories on. Yes, you have guessed it correctly. We are going to Mussoorie. So,
1: let's go. Hey, Jerry, do you remember playing in the streets long time back when grandfather was here?
2: Yeah Tom, those were wonderful days. Hey, look there, such big cherries, yum! Ah, cherries!
1: Wait, let's go and check out our cherry tree. Ah yes, let's
2: go. Here it is, our cherry tree.
1: Pretty and beautiful, just the way it was. Grandfather has told us so many stories
2: sitting under this tree. I wonder where the little boy Rakesh is now. So
0: far, we have heard about the Cherry Tree, Grandfather and Rakesh. Hmm. So, that means there's some story here. Okay, so let's go ahead and listen to The Cherry Tree by Ruskin Boyd.
1: One day, when Rakesh was six, he walked from the Missouri Bazaar eating cherries. They were a little sour, a little sweet, small white red cherries, which had come all the way from the Kashmir Valley. Here in the Himalayan foothills where Rakesh lived, there were not many fruit trees. The soil was stony and the dry cold winds stunted the growth of most plants. But. On the more sheltered slopes, there were forests of oak and deodar. Rakesh lived with his grandfather on the outskirts of Missouri, just where the forest began.
2: Grandfather was a retired forest ranger. He had a little cottage outside the town.
1: Rakesh was on his way home from school when he bought the cherries. He paid 50 pesa for the bunch. It took him about half an hour to walk home and by the time he reached the cottage there were only three cherries left. Have a cherry grandfather, he said as soon as he saw grandfather in the garden.
2: Grandfather took one cherry and Rakesh promptly ate the other two. He kept his last seed in his mouth for some time, rolling it round and round on his tongue until all the tongue had gone. Then he placed the seed on the palm of his hand and studied it.
1: Are cherry seeds lucky? asked Rakesh.
2: Of course. Nothing is lucky if you put it away. If you want luck, you must put it to some use.
1: What can I do with a seed?
2: Plant it.
1: Sir Rakesh found a small spade and began to dig up a flower bed.
2: Hey, not there, said grandfather. I have sown mustard in that bed. Planted in that shady corner, where it won't be disturbed.
1: Rakesh went to a corner of the garden where the earth was soft and yielding. He did not have to dig. He pressed the seed into the soil with his thumb and it went right in. Then he had his lunch and ran off to play cricket with his friends and forgot all about the cherry tree.
2: When it was winter in the hills, a cold wind blew down from the snows and went, ooh, 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 in the theodore trees, and the garden was dry and bare. In the evenings, Grandfather and Rakesh sat over a charcoal fire and grandfather told Rakish stories. Stories about people who turned into animals and ghosts who lived in trees and beans and jumped and stones that wept. And in turn, Rakesh would read to him from the newspaper. Grandfather's eyesight being rather weak. Rakish found the newspaper very dull, especially after these stories. But grandfather wanted all the news they knew it was spring when the wild duck flew north again to Siberia. Early in the morning when he got up to chop wood and light a fire Rakish saw the v-shaped formation streaming northwards and heard the calls of birds clearly through the thin mountain air.
1: One morning in the garden he bent to pick up what he thought was a small twig and found to his surprise that it was well-rooted. He stared at it for a moment, then ran to fetch Grandfather, calling, Dada, come and
2: look, the cherry tree has come up. What cherry tree? asked Grandfather, who had forgotten about it.
1: The seed we planted last year. Look, it's come up. Rakesh went down on his haunches, while Grandfather bent almost double and peered down at the tiny tree.
2: It was almost four inches high. Yes, it's a cherry tree, said Grandfather. You should water it now and then.
1: Rakesh ran indoors and came back with a bucket of water.
2: Don't drown it, said Grandfather.
1: Rakesh gave it a sprinkling and suckled it with pebbles.
2: What are the pebbles for? asked Grandfather.
1: For privacy, said Rakesh. He looked at the tree every morning, but it did not seem to be growing very fast. So he stopped looking at it, except quickly out of the corner of his eye and after a week or two when he allowed himself to look at it properly he found that it had grown at least an inch that year the monsoon rains came early and Rakesh plodded to and from school in raincoat and gum boots ferns sprang from the trunk of trees strange looking lilies came up in the long grass and even when it wasn't raining, the trees dripped and mist came calling up the valley. The cherry tree grew quickly in the season. It was about two feet high when a goat entered the garden and ate all the leaves. Only the main stem and two thin branches remained.
2: Never mind, said grandfather. Seeing the wreckage was upset. It will grow again. Cherry trees are tough. Towards the end of the rainy season, new leaves appeared on the tree. Then a woman, cutting the grass, cut the cherry in two. When grandfather saw what had happened, he went after the woman and scolded her. But the damage could not be repaired.
1: Maybe it will die now, said Rakesh.
2: Maybe said Grandfather, but the cherry tree had no intention of dying. By the time summer came round again, it had sent several new shoots with tender green leaves. Rakesh had grown taller too. He was eight now, a sturdy boy with curly black hair and deep black eyes. Blackberry, Grandfather called them. That monsoon Rakesh went home to his village to help his father and mother with the planting and ploughing and sowing. He was thinner but stronger when he came back to his grandfather's house at the end of rains to find that cherry tree had grown another foot. It was now up to his chest.
1: Even when there was no rain, Rakesh would sometimes water the tree. He wanted it to know that he was there. One day, he found a bright green praying mantis perched on a branch, peering at him with bulging eyes. Rakesh let it remain there. It was the cherry tree's first visitor. The next visitor was a hairy caterpillar who started making a meal of the leaves. Rakesh removed it quickly and dropped it on a heap of dry leaves. Come back when you are a butterfly, he said winter came early the cherry tree bent low with the weight of snow field mice sought shelter in the roof of the cottage the road from the valley was blocked and for several days there was no newspaper and this made grandfather quite grumpy his stories began to have unhappy endings In February, it was Rakesh's birthday. He was nine and the tree was four, but almost as tall
2: as Rakesh. One morning, when the sun came out, grandfather came into the garden. Let some warmth get into my bones, he said. He stopped in front of the cherry tree, stared at it for a few moments and then called out, Rakesh, come and look come quickly before it falls. Rakesh and grandfather gazed at the tree as though it had performed a miracle. There was a pale pink blossom at the end of a branch. The following year there were more blossoms and suddenly the tree was taller than Rakesh even though it was less than half his age. And then it was taller than grandfather who was older than some of the oak trees. But Rakesh had grown too. He could run and jump and climb trees as well as most boys and he read a lot of books although he still liked listening to grandfather's tales. In the cherry tree, bees came to feed on the nectar in the blossoms and tiny birds pecked at the blossoms and broke them off. But the tree kept blossoming right through the spring and there were always more blossoms than birds.
1: That summer, there were small cherries on the tree. Rakesh tasted one and spat it out. It's too sore, he said.
2: They'll be better next year, said grandfather. But the birds liked them, especially the bigger birds such as the bull and scarlet minivets, and they flitted in and out of the foliage feasting on their cherries. On a warm sunny afternoon, when even the bees looked sleepy, Rakesh was looking for Grandfather without finding him in any of his favorite places around the house. Then he looked out of the bedroom window and saw Grandfather reclining on a cane chair under the cherry tree. There is just the right amount of shade here, said Grandfather, and I like looking at the leaves." They are pretty leaves, said
1: Rakesh, and they are always ready to dance if there's breeze. After grandfather had come indoors, Rakesh went into the garden and lay down on the grass beneath the tree. He gazed up through the leaves at the great blue sky and turning on his side, he could see the mountain striding away into the clouds. He was still lying beneath the tree when the evening shadows crept across the garden. Grandfather came back and sat down beside Rakesh and they waited in silence until it was dark. There are so many trees in the forest, said Rakesh. What's so special about this tree? Why do we like it
2: so much? We planted it ourselves, said Grandfather. That's why it's special.
1: Just one small seed, said Rakesh, and he touched the smooth bark of the tree that had grown. He ran his hand along the trunk of the tree and put his finger to the tip of a leaf. I wonder, he whispered, is this what it feels to be God?"
0: What it feels to be God. Yeah, uh, I think this is a really very simple story to express this emotion. I'm sure the ones who are listening to my podcast, all of you would have some time or the other um, created something. Maybe you know you have that experience of creating, possibly uh, similar to what Rakesh did, you have planted a tree. Or you have a pet at home that was bought uh, during your birthday Or maybe, you know, first greeting card that you made for your parents Or maybe the first, you know, so you make home articles Or something, something that you've really created I'm sure it must be really special and you'd have made your best to keep it in proper Maintain it properly, take care of it, not children sure thoroughly Right? So, when we, as humans, create something so small, we get so attached to it, and we try to ensure that it's alright, then how would it be for God, God who has created all of us, all the human beings on the planet, he is the creator, we are his kids, definitely he would be here by our side, guiding us in each and every step, right there to protect us from any harm, taking care of us, so let's let's just believe in this fact let's be rest assured that he is there with us to guide us so let's go ahead with this fate and enjoy life to the fullest. let's not have any worries and tension because he is there to take care right so um i'll end with this positive note um we'll see you soon with another story possibly in some distant faraway place i don't know i haven't decided yet so i'll meet you soon until then take care bye